0: uh ready yeah yeah
1: <laughs> i need more enthusiasm than that yeah no are you ready
2: did you listen oh to the God. same albums i did <laughs>
0: and you want me to have more enthusiasm
2: when you start that goddamn show <laughs> it's time for show with you
1: Fuck on the rat salary view, you sons of bitches. <laughs> yes.
2: What? We bring you the dark ride, the asylum of Hell? No,
1: that's, that's not first. We're not doing that one first. Um, quick before uh, we do get into the actual show, I just want to say thank you to the people. There's been a lot of people commenting on the Halloween stuff, obviously. Uh, let's see. Who am I going to thank here. Natasha Wyketh. I know you're not related to Michael Wyketh, but still cool. Uh, she well, said, for- gentlemen-, yeah, uh, gentlemen, it is a pleasure going on this journey with you all. Thanks for your time. Having a lovely evening. And gentlemen, where? Yeah, and I don't know where she thinks there's gentlemen here. But, Very uh, nice uh, of her, though. Thank you. Yeah, I appreciate that. And uh, Jules Guitar, uh, <laughs> if your friends leave because you can't stop talking about Halloween, let me know. My friends are already gone because of it. <laughs> so if you guys <laughs> leave, I guess he'll join. And uh yeah, there's been a lot of people. Marcus uh has D- D- been writing a lot and Conbot he always writes on the Tolkien stuff. And is uh, everyone aboard the golfers.
0: Halloween train right now? What the heck is going on over
2: here? <laughs> yeah, no, I I was reading some of them. There were so many of them I had to stop, but <laughs>
1: and uh, I I probably ain't going to pronounce your name right, but Celio, you know who you are. Uh, he wanted to come on the show and talk about some Halloween because uh, it's one of his favorite bands. And uh, unfortunately, he does not have good connection with the internet right now, so he's not coming on. Maybe he's on that train to Georgia.
2: Maybe. It could be. No,
0: <laughs> maybe I train to New York. Oh, wait, we got one more review from Actually, Eric Adams of Beyond it's... Bushido. Oh.
2: What? I was going to say it's probably Jim Gillette. <laughs> Ah,
0: oh, really? No nitro jokes. Oh. <laughs> no. we got one more. Re- <laughs> we got one more review from Eric Adams of Beyond Bushido. Get that fat bastard Lou off the show and have him do his special on Frankie Goes to Hollywood. No, anyways, let's move on.
1: <laughs> God, goddamn Eric Adams Could and his you really cohort. Make a whole special
2: out of Frankie Goes to Hollywood. I mean, talk about a one-trick pony.
0: I actually, completely made that up, and I know that's something Jose Eric Adams would say. <laughs> Sorry, almost blew K-Fave there. I <laughs> almost blew <little>
3: K-Fave
0: there.
1: <laughs> no way Jose, will I let that fly here? <laughs> oh god. Anyway, uh thank you for watching the show and I appreciate all the comments and I'm glad you people thank are enjoying you. it. Yes. Even though, you know, I don't have all the information and actually there's a couple things that some people did say that I got wrong. Uh Michael Kiske did leave Halloween. Oh. No, um they fired him. He wanted to yes. leave. And he got them to kind of make him... Oh, so,
2: so he actually was fired then. He was actually fired,
0: yeah. And uh,
1: Ingo did, like you said, Lou, he did uh, get hit by a train,
0: so... Yep.
1: So that's some things I want to correct.
0: Ironic. So we just heard a train in the background. But, I know, right? Uh, yeah, there you go. Rest in peace, Ingo, you were amazing, and we miss you and we love you. That's right.
2: Jim uh, Gillette, yeah. Gillette did it, mystery solved. Someone called Robert Stack.
0: <laughs> What's what the Jim Gillette reference is?
2: <laughs> Nitro. I'm on a freight train coming. You know, they're like only hit probably. No
0: idea. Wow.
2: Michael I, Angelo I feel, played
0: guitar. I, oh, wow. <laughs> yeah, oh, yes. Michelangelo, baby. Oh, yeah. Oh, I was yeah, never man. a fan. <laughs>
2: No, nah, they kind of sucked. Um, <laughs> Let's voice is really irritating, honestly. But uh, to make a quick segue and tie it back into wrestling, the whole reason I liked that song and even really knew who they were is because it was in Suburban Commandos starring Christopher Lloyd and Hulk Hogan.
0: Oh, my God. That's right. Well, did you know The Undertaker was in that film, too? He played yeah, one, of, one, the
1: one of the alien. Yep. Yeah. I've seen Yep. i haven't seen it, but I saw pieces of it.
0: Um,
1: oh, you never it was
0: worth it just so... To- it
2: was worth it just to watch,
0: uh, just to watch Christopher Lloyd go. I was frozen today. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> the only reason that film was worth it. Uh, one day I'll get to
1: it. Uh, but today we're going to get to, and I know a lot of people don't consider this a, a studio album, but we're going through the albums that aren't live. We're not going to do the live albums. We're going to do the the official, like you know, recorded uh, albums. And today we're going to do Metal Jukebox. It's a uh, covers album. Uh, and they smushed this in between a pretty good album uh, and a decent album, and um, I don't know. I, when I first heard this, I was okay with it. A lot of songs on here I did not expect them to do. Um, I didn't even know who sh- he's a woman, she's a man. I, I didn't. I'm not into the Scorpions, so I didn't know that was a Scorpion song. Wow. Really? Yeah, I had no idea. Uh, and and I don't like that song. I don't care who sings it. I don't like it. I hate that song. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> uh locomotive breath i've, I've known because um, of uh jethro toll my mother used to listen to jethro toll and you know that song's always on the radio so but i thought they did a pretty cool rendition of that song
2: yeah it's not bad honestly um i like their versions of them just hmm. really nothing all that special in here to me they do a good job with what they do but none of them are like amazing mind-blowing covers yeah Right, yeah. I think it's cool, but it's more of a novelty than an album to me, really. Not that I'm not trying to like talk shit on the idea. But...
1: Right? No, I, I actually I feel the it's exact... not like
2: when Voivod did in League with Satan, like that was fucking cool.
1: Right? Yeah, no, I, I feel the exact same way because uh, I did not want to hear a, a a covers album. You know, usually they're not
2: good. You know,
1: but how did you guys like the Scorpion songs? Since you guys like the Scorpions.
2: Greg you uh, first. Well, I like the Scorpion version. Not uh it's they did an okay job with it, but I prefer the original.
0: What about you though? I as well prefer the original because I'm a newly John Roth fanboy. But uh I appreciated the fact that Halloween did because that's a song the Scorps just do not touch anymore and I resent the fact that they uh, they they don't play that song live Um, Matthias has stated many times that he really doesn't want to play too much from the Uli era because it's not his era and he's been in the band since 78 79 so um, I'm grateful to Halloween for bringing it back for you know 99. I mean, they don't play it either, but it was nice to hear them, you know, do their rendition of it. I enjoyed it a lot.
2: Yeah. I think yeah, he's done it live solo a couple of times, though.
0: Oh, yeah. Well, he does, yeah. like, his Scorpions Revisited shows, so he'll play yeah. it.
1: Yeah. Did they keep it fairly close to the original song? I, I
0: Like I said, I don't really know it.
1: Yeah. Yeah, Halloween did. Yeah,
2: it's, it's really not all that different, and that's kind of why I say it's just okay. They... Yeah they they didn't, they didn't, really, they didn't like, add their own it right. or anything they they play it pretty straight really yeah it's it's still cool they went with it though, like Lou was saying, it's one of my favorite songs from that era, and you just don't hear it that much,
1: right, yeah. Uh, and then they did ABBA, They All You Love On Me. Again, first time I've ever heard that song. I don't like ABBA. It just doesn't flow with me at all. I
2: don't like ABBA, and I don't like this cover. Next.
1: <laughs> I like this cover, because another band, uh, Avantasia, actually did this co- uh, cover of this song, and Halloween's is way
0: better. But uh, Again, I emphasize, you'll never meet a European metalhead that does not love ABBA.
1: Ex- exactly. Yeah. And even Snowy Shaw has got uh, ABBA on his knuckles. Cause he's, he's such a huge
0: fan of ABBA.
2: Hey, plenty ah. of people are. I I can't stand them. I can't either.
0: I said European. <laughs> are, are you European?
1: European? No, he's a he's a peon. Uh, <laughs>
0: more,
2: more than more than Europeans. Like, I see, Ralph loves them. I see people talk about them yeah. all the time. I just don't get it. Yeah, Ralph does like him.
1: What do you think about the Ava song, uh, Lou?
0: Oh, I love Dancing Queen. I hear that song and I just want to get <sighs> up and dance, dance, have the time of my life. But uh, I enjoyed it. <laughs> well, I was oh, listening
1: to your oh, podcast yesterday, oh, and, and you to... do
0: what? what? Add a little levity to this. Come on. <laughs> I don't of...
2: uh, here would be my options for listening to ABBA. We could either listen to ABBA, or we can play a game called Swallow the Stuff Under the Sink. Guess <laughs> what I'm drinking tonight. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Yeah. <laughs> Touché, my friend, Touché. Uh. I did like the locomotive breath cover too. Reno that was pretty
2: good. Oh yeah, yeah the locomotive Actually, I love Jeff Toll.
1: Yeah, actually, I went to a yard sale and I bought a few Jeff Toll records just to buy them because I know he's got some good songs. You know, I, I really never listened to it, so I'll find it eventually whenever I get to them. Um, but yeah, I listened to your podcast the other day, Lou, and uh, you. I'm you sorry. Want to... You want to go ball dancing, so I don't blame, I don't, not doubt you about liking ABBA.
0: I want to take my wife dancing. <laughs> There's a difference? Yeah, okay.
1: Uh, well, like Soul
2: Train dancing or Lawrence Wealth dancing, because I got to draw the line somewhere <laughs> here.
0: <laughs> Given the option, I'd totally ride the Soul Train. I would do okay. the Soul Train.
1: <laughs> the Good. Soul Train. Oh, um, I'm going to be <laughs> Uh, Space Oddity, David Bowie, obviously. And actually, after I heard this song, is when I actually finally got into David Bowie. I said, if Halloween likes David Bowie, I'm gonna start listening to David Bowie. And Interesting. Then started. Yeah, started my David Bowie uh, hunt for all his albums and stuff. I thought they did a very good version of this song. I agree. They kept it pretty close to like they did with every song on here. They were all pretty close to the originals, and uh, they they fit very well with this song.
2: Yeah, they played it straight, but they did a good job with it. I was actually kind of surprised of how well it came off, honestly, because when you you see it on the track listing, it doesn't sound like it'll work.
0: (laughs) Right. Yeah, no, not at all. uh... The only major difference, I would say, between the Halloween versions and the original versions is that, you know, the double bass on there's. Uh, there's more double bass on the Halloween versions, obviously, than there are on the originals, and mm-hmm. uh, more 16th. notes played by the bass and, and guitars. So, <laughs> but other than that, yeah, I mean, you know, they pretty much keep faithful to their original versions. But yeah, Space Oddity was a nice. Uh, that was a wow. That was an impressive moment for yeah. me. Yeah, that was a good one.
1: Uh, one that uh, I was really surprised to see is Faith No More from out of nowhere. I'm like, how the hell does that even fit in with these songs? You know, like you thought Space Oddity was weird. I thought from out of nowhere it was weird.
2: Yeah, know, they do cause... make some interesting leaps on this.
1: Yeah, because, I mean, I mean, obviously they're not a new band, but that's just something totally out of, like, nowhere. And um, it was cool to hear them do it, but I'm a huge Faith and More fan. And his vocals just did not match up with the songs at some point. Yeah, And the keyboards just had that weird sound to it, and I just I didn't like how they did this song. I mean, it's okay, I can get through it, and, you know, it's all right, but it's not my favorite on here. What about uh, you, Lou?
0: I enjoyed it. I actually, for me, I, it was just pretty much a, a Pace by Numbers rendition of the original version, but I like the way they did it. I thought it was great. Mm-hmm. Now, I can't say that I have a favorite on this album because I, 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 I love all these songs in their original form, and you know, I just thought that they did a very good version of it.
2: So. Yeah. What about mm-hmm. you, Greg. Faith No More is one of those bands I like a lot but when some, someone covers them I kind of feel like they have to do it a different way because Faith No More has a very specific groove that isn't really easy to match up with and Halloween definitely doesn't do it. <laughs>
1: right. No. Not at all.
2: Yeah. Um, it It's not a bad song. I just don't like the cover of it really yeah. it's it's a decent attempt but i don't think it works
1: yeah yeah not for them it's just it's just weird uh, i've heard
0: a lot of bands cover faith no more and none of them do an, an an original version of their song like i've heard disturbed is covered midlife crisis the birthday massacre is also covered from out of nowhere um and uh, I th- I think uh, some band from Alaska, uh, 36 Crazy Fists, I think they were called, they covered um, Digging the Grave. If you look at all three songs, uh, all three covers, it's pretty much identical to the original. I mean, I don't think well, you...
2: Well, <laughs> I'm not going to seek it out because I don't want to hear people cover fake No More. Yeah, afar. I mean, like I wouldn't listen to people cover Zappa either. It's one of those mm-hmm.
0: artists. You wouldn't even go see Zappa, uh, Zappa versus Zappa. You wouldn't see Dweezel try first to. First
2: of all, I've seen Zappa play Zappa, and that is entirely different. That is not someone covering his songs. Granted, Dweezel's his son and wasn't the original guitar player, so it's his interpretation of it, basically. But it's all. For the most part, original band members of Frank.
0: So, oh, okay. It's more. I'd love to see that in concert one day.
2: Than a cover band, it is amazing. And I highly recommend it. I hope it comes back around for another round. Cool. When I went. Napoleon Murphy, Brock, and a couple of the other mothers were there. Pretty awesome.
1: Cool. Uh, all my loving Beatles cover. Pretty cool to hear the double bass on it. It's an interesting take on this one. They did change it up a lot on here. So yeah. Uh, Pretty cool to hear it in a speed metal type version. So I I like this one a little bit. It's pretty cool. Uh, Do you two, I can imagine, the way you're laughing, I would imagine you like
0: it. It was so out of left field. I could just picture John going, I love, what are they doing? I mean, it's, uh, it was, it was crazy. You already made a short song shorter. Right. (laughs) But it was,
2: it was, it was good. It was good. I I liked it. How about you, Greg? It's interesting. (laughs) I like it because of how different it is, but um, I'm not really sure how I feel about it overall. I have to listen to it a few more times. uh, It's totally out of left field. It's like getting smacked on the fucking ass like a baby in the hospital, honestly. (laughs) it's. not even just the song choice, but the way they do it, it's just... Yeah. It, it's just odd. Right. It but I liked like, it. it. I liked it. It was just weird.
1: Um, Hocus Pocus. Uh, I forget who it is that by... Um, Focus. Focus. tried the Hocus Pocus Focus. I don't like this song. I hate it. <laughs> I hate the original version. I hate... What was that? Uh, um, what was the other guy that did it that was always on MTV? How? Um, was what? You got your phone and your thing muted. Gary Hoey. Gary Hoey. Yes, thank you. Uh I couldn't stand it. And I couldn't stand this version either. Don't like this song.
0: I prefer the Gary Hoey version, but uh, I like this one too, just to hear their solos. I mean, the yodeling, obviously, it's like, you know, alright, novelty track, but you know, it was cool to hear uh, Roland and Michael do their solos when it came up. But uh, then all of a sudden, Popeye somehow makes his little uh, cameo in the middle (laughs) of the song. What's up with that?
1: (laughs) I know. Just a lot of weird shit going on. What about you, Greg?
2: Yeah, I don't like this one too much. I really like Focus, and I love the original song. But this was a little too out there and disjointed. The the, the solos are the best part of it. It's, It's worth hearing for that, but... Yeah, this should have been relegated to
1: a B side. Yeah, it should have been. Yeah. Actually, uh, what, what was the B? Oh, Rat Bat Blue was the B side on here,
0: which yeah. I didn't hear that one. Unfortunately, yeah, yeah. yeah it's on that's a, a
2: deep choice
0: for a purple cup. Uh, what am I up to? Oh, Faith Healer.
1: Um, who did that? Frank Marino,
0: the Sensational Alex Harvey Band. Yep.
1: Right. Uh, no, did not like this one either doesn't do anything. Just keeps doing the same thing over and over again. Fucking annoying.
2: <laughs> Love the original um, um, song. I don't like this cover. It's no. boring. Yeah.
1: Does it do the same thing? I mean, I never really listened to the original.
2: I would
0: recommend you listen to it at least once. Hey,
2: you, you you definitely should. See, this is another one of them songs where the original band has a certain feel and while the tracks in question may not have been the most musically impressive in the world. They had a flair of playing it that makes it awesome, mm. that you can't inject into a cover. Yeah. But yeah, I'm a sensational Alex Harvey man degree.
0: And, you know, I'm biased towards their rhythm section because they were um, the rhythm section that is most famous for being in the Miles Schenker group. Uh, Ted McKenna and Chris Glenn so great rhythm section in that band and uh, yeah, oh, great players I
2: just meant that song isn't the most it's complicated up there. one they did
0: it, yeah. it's out there and like only they could have really pulled it off because you know they knew what they were doing what drugs they were on no idea but uh, <laughs> you know the effort But I'll leave it at that
1: uh, Juggernaut this one's a little bit better. I like this one. It's uh, again I never heard the original. Uh who was this one by? I forget.
0: Frank Marino. Oh, this
1: is the Frank Marino one. Okay. Yeah, I never heard the original one. And actually, um uh, Ralph said he's a huge Frank Marino fan.
0: Really? Yeah. Yeah, he he played um Ain't Dead Yet on his uh on his ViraVolt podcast once and that hooked me onto uh becoming a Frank Marino fan. So, you know, um, went back and dug some of his other stuff. You know he covered um, what's one song he, he covered um, all along the watchtower, which which was which was great. The original version of Juggernaut is great, and this is actually my favorite cover on the album that they did. Okay. So
1: this one's a very catchy song. It actually sounds like a Halloween song in a way. I think the way they did it, it does anyway.
0: Yeah, mm-hmm. well, it fits Frank Marino was an interesting player because you know he from Montreal. Uh, I think he's from Montreal. And, you know, he grew up in the hippie era, so he was really influenced by, like, the jam bands and stuff like that. But then you listen to him play, and it sounds like, you know, proto-metal. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, if you could put him against, uh, like, what other hard rock bands were doing, except he had a more of, like, a acid really? R&B type thing, and he was just crazy. People called him the white Jimi Hendrix at one point. I don't know why. Why is everyone smiling?
2: because uh, I burped. But really? <laughs> Frank Marino? I always thought that was more Robin Trower who I love. Um, well, actually, Ross probably the closest out of everyone I've ever heard.
0: I'm not knocking Robin, it's just I really dug what uh Frank was doing back then, so
2: oh and, no, uh, I, I'm i just asking, I'm I'm curious. I from what from the stuff of his I've heard in the 80s, I don't really like
0: Frank. Murphy. He didn't have much output in the 80s actually. I think Juggernaut may have been his second to last album that he released in the 80s. Um, okay. he, was, he had more output in the 70s. Definitely a lot more output. He was touring a lot back then.
2: Well, but, I mean, I, honestly, I, I, I've never heard the original either but Halloween does it good. I like it. Mm-hmm.
1: Uh, another song that I cannot stand even on the original version, White Room. From Queen, uh, Cream. Oh, Queen. <laughs> I don't like the original, and I don't like this one. Doesn't do nothing for me. Sick of hearing this song. A lot of people covered this song, by the way.
2: Yeah, I don't like. The, I this is another one on here. I don't really care for. Mm-hmm. Just not a song I generally like when people cover it. Yeah.
0: What about you, Lou. I could take a leaf, Cream. So hold yeah, yeah, the cream. Hair.
2: I'm not really a Clapton fan in the
0: beginning. Hold, hold the cream. Hold the cream. Yeah, <laughs> I don't particularly care for Clapton. I mean, I'm not knocking him, and I'm not knocking his contributions to rock guitar, but me <laughs> give me Jeff back
2: any day. I'm not going to fucking listen to it either. Me neither.
0: Give me Jeff Beck any day.
1: And the final song, uh, Mexican by Babe Ruth. Again, never heard the original one? It's okay. Uh, you know, I'm not going to go back and listen to it too much, but uh, it's not a bad song. It's all right. It's good to eh. end it
2: for the album. Eh, it's all right. I mean, it's there.
1: Yeah, pretty much. Pretty much, and that's just how this whole album is. It's just there. I rarely ever go back to this. There's really no reason to.
0: I really regret that this was my first ever Halloween <laughs> album. I, yeah,
1: that's that's insane. <laughs> Actually, I'm surprised you even wanted to even continue to listen to halloween after hearing this thing
0: but i yeah, guess you could you
1: could tell that there's
0: that they're good musicians though i guess so that's really what it was yeah. so
1: that's that anybody any, any more you want to talk about this album anything else no <laughs> <laughs> good. i don't either because we're done no. with metal jukebox and if you have any comments how do you like the uh the covers that they did on this album do you like them more than we like them let us know in the comments all right, And again, I really appreciate all the comments and everything that you've been doing so far, so keep it up. And thank you very much for watching. And we will be back tomorrow with The Dark Ride. But before we leave, Lou, where can we find you and your other podcast?
0: Well, you can always find me at Ratsa Review, but you can also find me at my own little domain called com. That's right.
1: It's a nice little podcast you got there, too. Yes, too. Thank you. And, and, uh, thank you
0: guys and thank you sometimes but, I'm a little you know behind
1: what? on the ball and I'm up- your shows because you never tell me when they're coming on
0: I never know when I'm finishing that That's a t- <laughs> gotta let me know when you <laughs> because know. there's a lot of editing that goes into this because you know right. I, I mean, Wayne is the only one that has enough balls to just put it up as we do them me <laughs> I'm just like nah I'm all meticulous and shit and you know Yeah, and you
1: you can tell by, and I'm sorry, because some of the uh, earlier Halloween episodes that we did, our names are a little switched around.
0: Hi, I'm Greg. The guy in the black shirt is Wayne, and that's Lou with the Zelda shirt.
1: Yeah, yeah, but uh, you know that. Where's George? Yeah, <laughs> well, him. I purposely do that to him all the time. <laughs> uh, but yeah, you know, it's just that's what happens when you're. It's late at night and you just want to get the thing done. You know, and you don't think yes.
0: about it. We have jobs and lives, people. Give us a break.
1: And then on the the newer episodes, I didn't even put anything because I was using a new program. I totally forgot. So bear with me. But you can find all the shows at ratzalreview dot com or YouTube or iTunes or. Anchor. Well, you can modify. definitely
2: find all of our YouTube or all of our Halloween shows on YouTube because yes. the YouTube. Experience. They're not
0: available That's elsewhere. Yes. That
1: is true. But at some point, I might com- combine them together and put them in the audio form if I'm feeling up to it. Which means I probably won't do it.
2: But- oh, harumph! Good sir, I'm so sorry I offended you.
1: Well, you offended me.
2: <laughs> I was just fucking with you, again. Yeah. <laughs> No, no, no. I just want people (laughs) going looking for it on the website, and it's only on YouTube, but that's cool you're thinking about doing it in the future. Yeah, maybe.
1: It's probably not going to happen, but if it does, keep an eye out for it, and we will see you tomorrow with the Dark Ride. Peace. I say good day.
3: Looking for some new podcasts to listen to? Well, look no further than the Rat Review Network. Ratsaw Review is taking over the podcast world, with plenty of shows to choose from within their network of entertaining programming, including the flagship show Ratsaw Review, with Wayne Noon, Greg Noggle, and Lou Mavs, as well as occasional co-hosts Manny Mahias and James Lilquist. We also have the official Rat Review spin-offs, such as Album vs. Album, Screams from the Grave, where we discuss beloved yet forgotten hard rock and metal albums of the past. The King Diamond podcast called This Broadcast Belongs to Them. We've also got Old Man Metals musings, The Right Opinion with Harrison Bergeron. Beyond Bushido, a podcast dedicated to pro wrestling and MMA with James Elquist and Eric Adams. No relation to the guy from Manowar or the mayor of New York City. The Vieira Vault with Ralph Vieira. schmack a a to you too, Ralph. The Timo Toki podcast featuring Stradivarius and Avalon founding member Timo Tolki. The BS Sessions with Mark and Jerry. Just the cheese, please a podcast dedicated to cheesy films of the 1980s with Tara J and Adam, the Friday Night Party with the great Harry Barnett and Evie, and the Music is Life podcast with Lou Mavs. The Ratsai Review Network is your go-to one-stop shop for the best podcasts out there today. Go to ratsawreview.com for more info. And to find out where you can find, follow, subscribe, and comment on YouTube, Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, Twitter, and all streaming platforms. The Ratsai Review Network, we're taking over we uh-huh.